Whoa, that's so cool, man. All right. How are we doing today, folks? Well, well. Excellent, Pumpkin Seed. I got uh, my boy. Introduce yourself. Uh, my name is Percio Boogie. Percio Boogie in the house. And I got Strange, Strange Life. Life. Uh, a longtime friend, and this is Pumpkin Seed. Yes, sir. We're yes, here sir. bringing you some Strange Life content. Um, today, we'll be talking about whether people can actually change. Um, and we'll be looking into, you know, phases of change, what change looks like, ways to induce change, um, and all of the goodies related to progress and moving forward. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, bogey over here. Oh, like that. that was brilliant. I loved that. Yes. Yeah, so, um, to start it off, uh, have any of you guys experienced some severe change in the last six months to a year? Do you have any experience? I mean, you know, what is your most recent experience in change? You want to go uh, Strange Life? Yeah, I think I was probably pretty reborn recently. And I think, yeah, like, changes can be most difficult and rewarding, you know, with having a new life, but also having to clean up after your old one, you know? Yeah, cleaning up the closet. Just, like, cleaning up after your old one, bro. Like, like you, when something's old, you got to get rid of it. It doesn't just go away on its own. Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, I definitely think sometimes people forget that your actions cause... Um, it, it sometimes can affect your future life, you know, and some people don't outweigh that that pros and cons list. No, I mean like an old part of you died. That, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, there's, there's like an old remains. version of you yeah. that might have said something or done something a certain way that when you look back on it now as a new person, it's you have a whole different. You, it's a paradigm shift for you. you. See the whole. You see the situation in a whole new light. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that is expanding to an objective perspective. Yes. So yes, it's a very much objective. Something I do on a daily basis is I'm walking through the streets. I just moved to Los Angeles, California, Venice, Cal, and Venice, (laughs) Venice, Cal. I'm walking through the streets and I'm imagining myself from above. Mm -hmm. So I'm looking at myself from above. This Mm -hmm. is an exercise I do in my head. I look Mm -hmm. at myself from an objective perspective, Mm -hmm. and. You do that for long enough, and you can and you can use that objective perspective in certain situations, yeah, that's, that's in relationships, awareness. That's, that's awareness. Like, you wouldn't you agree, Strange awareness. Life? With yeah, that? it's like that bird's eye view, and you know, like kind of like the. I mean, it's my principle that there's like an objective reality to everything, and having like that bird's eye view, it's always striving to get that objective reality. Taking out of everything. a step away from your ego, your identity. Like how would how would um, Parsio Boogie perceive this? You know, taking a step away from my identity. Yeah, like how would Parsio Boogie perceive a situation? Take a uh, step away from. First of all, Pumpkin Seed is Parsio Boogie. (laughs) Parsio Boogie. That is Pumpkin Seed. Ask the question again, one more time, one more time. Uh, I was gonna say, how Mm. Parsio Boogie perceives a situation. Have Mm. you ever taken a step away from what your initial perception would be? Yes. And my my way of looking at life is very. I like to, uh, 
I like to look at things from as many angles as I can feasibly think through and get as much <clears throat> perspective in a way of different situations so that I can understand what is the um, universal and fundamental truth okay. at the center of each situation. Yeah. Because a lot of people can act on emotion and and uh, let that like take the best of them and definitely like <laughs> there we go and uh, control. People can allow their emotional state to control what they do with their life, and I don't think that people sometimes take that into account of how it can also affect others. And so sometimes I think it's very crucial and valuable for people to not only see a situation your way but ponder purposefully what would it be like um, if the situation were – from somebody else's point of view and how they would feel about a situation, how that affects their life. Because uh, as I was telling Pumpkin Seed earlier when we were getting some pizza, um, I think it's interesting how you can look around and see everybody around you and think about how everyone has just, just as a complex life, if not more complex than your life. And a lot of people tend to just kind of see the people around them as empty faces and they just mm. walk past them and it's just like it's all about me 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 but when you look at the bigger picture of things about how 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 antish we are i like to think about it in comparison to the cosmos of things that are much bigger than us it's just so interesting it changes your viewpoint on how you see things because you just want peace and unity as opposed to the separation that i feel like we might have <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel uh, you. Yeah, I would completely agree with that. <laughs> um, those are some really solid points as far as perception goes. But can people change? Yes. Man, like, yeah, they can. But, like, first they got to have the willingness to. They can't be arrogant. You got to know that you're wrong. I would say like arrogance and part. Man, I think, like, Kendrick Lamar's song, Pride, like, you know that chorus? Yeah. Dude, that song just says it all. Mm. Where it's like, pride's gonna be the death of you and me and you. And like, I mean, like, that's yeah. what it comes down to is like, yo, if you got pride, odds are you can't change. Mm -hmm. But yeah. if you drop that pride, you can change. I feel like pride can really get in the way of goals, you know, and making relationships better. Um, like changing, I think has a lot to do with relationships and your relation to other people mm -hmm. because change can only be perceived by a second party, right? Mm -hmm. No, I think change can totally be perceived by yourself. No, I agree. But uh. I mean, change is worthwhile when you can present it to other people. And I think show people like, Hey, like I, I've made this progress. Um, um. I'm a better person now, and you communicate with people better. I mean, I, I think I'm guilty in this sense. I don't practice this as I preach it, but, like, I think, like, first it, must, it matters, like, you know, the most that you realize it before other people do that you've changed because most of the time other people won't tell you that you've changed. But it is extremely rewarding when people tell you that you've changed. That's dope. Yes, I would agree. And you know you've really changed when you're – interactions are different you know yeah when you oh when you get that like reward and that money and not just like cash money but just yeah. like money from life totally. it's like mm -hmm. is it yeah it, it leaves you hungry and you just want more of it totally i think what you, you said an interesting point of um 
I don't practice what I preach, but dot, dot, dot. Whatever it was that you said, I think that's a very common philosophy of a lot of humans is that a lot of us know what the right thing is and know how to change and know why we need to change and know when it's know when it's going to happen, why it's going to happen, you know, all the questions and all the da 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 da. But I think the hard part is it goes back to what you said the first part kind of like about like the willpower of it and like how badly do you want to change your life? Because if you don't want to change yeah. your life, if you don't want to change your life, yet the reward is, is incredible, it's like, okay, it's whatever. You kind of value it as nothing. But if you want to change your life, even if it's just for the benefit of you or the benefit of your own happiness or how you see yourself or how what's your motivation to wake up in the morning, if you can, like, if you can look at life through the right lenses, it can be, it can be very beautiful. But you just have to, you have to choose to want to be the person you want to be. I don't feel bad about, like, you know, being worse and not my best self to the people that have, like, the choice to change and, and don't. What do you mean? Like, if I, if I like, am, like, a little bit too ruthless or unforgiving against someone that had a very clear and distinct opportunity to change their bad ways but passed it by, it's like, shit, well, it's like... I mean, like, I, I don't feel like I have to be my best person to you. Um, I, I understand that mindset, but we can choose to be like that or we can choose to say, I know that you keep making mistakes. And instead of allowing the leash to whip, allowing the, crack, the whip, to, whip to crack, I can continue to aid and nurture your journey because not everybody's going to get it right the first time. Sometimes it takes people several years to get to what they want to be and what they want to achieve. And some things in life take time, you know? Yeah. And so sometimes it is difficult, but other times it's like, if you have a reputation year after year of, of being the same kind of person, it's going to be kind of harder to believe you. But like, I, I really, um, I'm very careful with my words and what, like I say, and I said that I don't have to be my best person to mm. the people that make the choice not mm. to change. Um, I think people that make the choice to change or at least try to, I feel like I have to be my best person. I'm obligated to be my best person. Mm. But when it comes down to someone that had the choice to change but didn't, I don't have to be a good person to you. I don't have to. I, I can make yeah. the choice to, yeah, yeah. but I, I don't yeah, have to. Theoretically, you, you have the choice to choose between the to, to treat them with another chance or not. But at the end of the day, to, for me, my own personal philosophy is like I'll, I'll continue to give people chances as long as I see progress within um, – if if they make a mistake again, if I can see progress from that from the previous mistake, at least we're getting somewhere. And you can continue to push and push and, and nurture people and push them in the right way, as opposed to, um, just if somebody gets it wrong the first or second time, just just like. Um, it's kind of the way that my, my father raised me in the way that like, if I got something wrong the first or second time, I would immediately be punished, and I never knew why. I was never nurtured. I was never taught as to why. And I had to learn that on my own. And it took a lot of 
hard times and self-discovery and a lot of purposefully putting myself in bad situations to have other people forcefully tell me why that thing was bad because I just mm. needed to figure out but no one ever told me and it's the same thing you with those people yeah. yeah it's like sometimes I don't know and sometimes you I, I'm I'm looking or like like it, it would just be better if people chose to nurture those who were blissfully ignorant in their in their path I mean like I think like you probably haven't come across then some of like the darker souls probably that I have people that really do some heinous and horrible things to people mutilate people permanently traumatize people like that's and I think like for me like you know I just uh I have no, like, um, effort and like, that they'll never change and that personally, like, yeah, like, I just don't have, I don't have, like, those set of rules of being civil, I, of being, of, like, being can, around those people. I can understand people. what you mean. I feel like some people definitely are lost souls in the way that they are kind of a little bit too far gone to be forgiven in the humanistic essence, but at that point, it's not... It's not my right to judge them for so I would kind of kind of do the same thing as you and I would honestly I wouldn't even I guess I wouldn't like I, I could still acknowledge them as a person but it's not like I would choose to incorporate them in my life I would purposefully yeah. do, I would purposefully purposefully um like excavate a path for my life that didn't include them so that I could just go about my business and let them go about their business because at the end of the day it's their that's their challenge to you know figure out in their mind like i think i'm more cool with like just being like greedy you know taking what's mine feeling like no remorse if i have the opportunity to steal and get away with it i can do it with people like that and not feel bad about it i think so if i feel like someone's truly bad and making the choice to be bad I understand that. Not that I would. Yeah, I'm yeah. not saying that's what I do. I, I know, I know. But to me, to me, it's mind. like, to me, th- that action of like, take pr- praying up- upon someone that is mentally beaten down so bad that they don't even know how to fix themselves is kind of like beating a dead horse. At that point, it's just like I would rather just let them exist as a as their own entity and just completely. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't purposefully treat them inhumane, but I would. Like I said, I would just choose to like find a way to not include that aspect of reality into my but like, existence. I, I don't think I'm talking about the traumatized and lost. I'm talking about the prosecutor. Yell. What do you mean? The pain inflictor. The uh, person that is just doing it for the sake of doing bad. The person that has no conscience. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm not talking that's about I'm the talking, traumatized that's, that's, and lost. That's because there are can the traumatized. That person change. That's what I'm. That's what yeah. I mean by lost soul. I don't mean they're like, oh, I'm lost. I'm gonna listen to the, this angsty yeah. music. I mean like people that are genuinely they are not conscious human beings. They are programmed robotic human beings that are meant to destroy because we cannot have good without bad on this earth. You cannot have light without darkness. You can't have red without blue. You can't have heat without cold because you need something to compare to we don't know what a good person is because we don't know what a bad person is until a bad person exists to tell us what a good person is therefore we need the bad to exist it just sucks that it does exist i don't know i feel like i could comprehend evil but pretty can well. evil everyone, everyone change can. i think the question so. we're really looking at is can 
the people that we may perceive as inherently evil, can that person experience yes. drastic yes. change yes, where they, they take yes. on the other side? Easily answer that question, yes. Yeah, for but they sure. choose not to. They can, yes. Yes, you can. You can choose to heat up microwave and the popcorn, but you don't have to. They don't, you know, you don't have to choose that path. And some people want to choose that malicious path because that's the only aspect of them that got them the attention that groomed them to make them who they were. They found that acting out in violence was the way to get people to get the attention on them. Yeah. No, there's all different types of it because, like, you know, there's, like, there's this, this thing called I learned freshman year of college. I did not graduate college. <laughs> called hermeneutical injustices. And it's basically when you're what being... What is that? Today? It's hermeneutical injustices. Hermeneutical injustices. Yes. It was in a philosophy class, and there's a paper on it. And it's when you're being wronged, but you don't have the knowledge to know that you're being wronged. So the example they yeah. used was like women with postpartum depression. They were blamed for their depression, and they didn't even know that they were being blamed for their depression and that it was a postpartum like yeah. disease. They just didn't know. They just thought it was their fault. They didn't have the knowledge to know that they were like yeah. being wronged. So there's plenty of people that don't know they're being wronged and then go around hurting people, and I'm not referring to them. Okay. You know? Yeah. Can't yeah. Blame someone that is, that is taught something that they don't know. No, the breed of people we'd be talking about, like the, you're not going to come come across them every day. It's, it's surely bad it's, evil. It's, it's you don't hard come to answer every day. that question of can people change because you kind of have to take it case by case because there's yeah. different situations because everyone is different. No two people have the same mental illness. But I was in AAO and like. There'll be those people that, like, you never think they're going to change. Like, yeah. you would 100% put down your life savings on this person's gone. Yeah. I and, mean, like, and they literally fucking make this change where they're reborn so in their so new self. Point, but then there's there's people who they never change, and you're on the money, and they never do change, and they die. And it's, like, that's so, so then, weird. So then, so then let's say that that's the answer. Let's say that the people that are bad can't change, and the people that are good are just good. Then 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 what? Then what do we do with the people that are inherently bad people? Um, what what do we what is the solution for the excess amount of people that just happen to be the naysayers of the world? Well, you know, inherently bad. You know, I, I guess like, you know, the people that bring toxicity into your life. You know, you you just might need to handle in a way that. Prove so that they're no longer in your life, mm -hmm. or their poison is no longer directly impacting your life, or did impact your life. Yeah, I think it's just taking it to that extent. That's all I can really ask for. Yeah, I mean, and you can separate. You can sift through those oh, people. Yeah, by separating you, and sorry. in turn, I think yeah. by separating. Going through the people that you want to keep in your life, the ones that are positive and the ones that are tox toxic, if, if that tox toxic person experiences enough um, refuse and uh, neglect, I think that will manifest change or at least contribute to the change they want to see. Because they start realizing the people around them don't want to be around them, and that is a clear sign. At least to me, the people around me don't want to be around me. I know I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. Unless yeah. you're around the wrong people, which yeah. often is the case. Yeah. But, oh, you know. True. Yeah. So true. So true. 
Yeah, the people you're surrounded by. When you feel blessed by the people you're surrounded by, you know you're around the right people. Mm-hmm. When you feel like you're being cheated, you know you're around the wrong people. It's just yeah. But, I mean, I do think people can change, but it takes... you. There's a tolerance. So I think people don't change until the pain of changing is... So is terrible. is unbearably worse than the pain of staying the same. Yeah. Does that make sense? I feel like the tipping point that people get to, I feel like everybody has their own individual deep-rooted subconscious question that they that, that they're yearning to ask life and they're trying to figure out, you know, why a certain thing, why this, why that. I feel like everybody has a certain deep down question that is something that we couldn't even form into human question. It's just like something built within us that yeah. we, we yearn to know. And I feel like if you get past that threshold, there's like something about something about that certain topic that just makes you want to just completely shift everything and just change your life and like do things for the better. I definitely had one of those moments where I was like, I was definitely just looking at life the wrong way and I just shifted a few gears and my ship was just a lot, a lot smoother. Yeah. I mean, I think like, I think Phil, Ben, like what you were saying earlier about like, you need to reach, you, you need to break down before you can like rebuild. Like everything you said, like right before, uh, Cameron, not saying you were wrong, but right everything you used it right before Cameron was like, dude, like that was like spot on, true my life experience. I've seen like the like pe- fucking like you know heroin addicts. I've known that mm-hmm. they've li- they've had like kids that they born had born addicted to tr- like methadone. Um, go make these amazing life changes mm-hmm. and become beautiful people. But yeah. they like, yeah. they like, <laughs> they, they all, everyone reaches their breaking point and everyone's and breaking point I mean. is different. Gonna, but that's what's so like crazy is like, even for me in my own life mm-hmm. is like, I don't like, it took me like the most insane hell despair breaking point to change. We're talking exactly. about like some of the I'm most saying. significant, we we're talking about point. historical change yeah. typically yes. in oneself, I'm referring to, but could be applied to many things is like reaching a breaking point worse than you could ever consider worse. Yeah. Yeah, that's what and I'm that's we what all it, have that breaking. That's what it comes down to. It's the pain of staying the same is worse than the pain of changing. It outweighs. It's almost worse in the grander in, scheme. In the grander scheme, and that's when you start to see real adjustments in one's life. Yes. Yeah. We're talking. Of yeah, the moment we're talking about someone who you know may who lived a yeah maybe. Yeah, like, you know, moments of pain versus just a life that's worth nothing. Mm-hmm. But staying yeah. the same. Yeah. Know, very few people stay the same or pause the clock or turn it backwards. Like this one crazy dude who is like, he was white, but he was like really in with the Native Americans. Mm-hmm. And like he was running this sweat lodge that he was putting very mentally disturbed children and young adults and people struggling with trauma and and um but one thing he did say that was true was that very few people turn the clock backwards or pause it everyone's is going forward very few people turn it 
pause it. And turn it backwards. Think he said very yeah, he said very few people turn it backwards. Very, very, very few people turn it backwards. Yeah. And then yes, rarely pause it too. Yeah. It's moving to like some extent. Well, this is pumpkin seed and Strange Life. And Percy Boogie. (laughs) Percy Boogie, a guest tonight. Um, Check me out on Instagram. Um, It's uh, (laughs) Strange Life 30HC. That's Strange Life 30HC. Yeah. We'll be releasing content on mental health disorder. Um, Dude, did fucking everything. 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 Yeah, all the stories. Strange Life don't have no. It releases content. We ain't. We just release. We just release. Anyways, yeah. uh, this is Pumpkin Seed, Strange Life, and Percio Boogie, tuning out. Uh, appreciate you guys listening today. This is the first of our podcast. We're highly excited, um, and we'll be releasing more through Strange Life. Thank you very much, and Peace. everyone have a good night.